if you are a member of PCC or a, just a regular attender, attender, you will notice that uh, this series has been a little different than what we've normally been doing. Uh, one of the reasons for that is because as we seek to help people discover and experience the life-changing love of Christ, we believe it's important for all of us to be on the same page moving forward, for everyone to know as a body of believers what we seek to accomplish. And as we do that, we invite everyone from those who are not sure what they believe, people who've been believers their entire life and are growing and, and have an active faith, that they would jump on board to use their gifts and talents to glorify God and accomplish the mission here uh, together as we seek to honor him. As we begin, I just want to recap where we've been in this series so far uh, so that we can all kind of move forward together uh, this morning. Uh, we believe that in order for PCC to make a difference and have the greatest impact on helping people discover and experience the life-changing love of Christ, that we've been called to cast a compelling vision that will produce opportunities for people to uh, connect and engage in the process. Uh, as such, we desire for people to utilize their times and their talents and their resources, uh, not only only to fulfill the mission, but to seek out and engage in new opportunities in which more lives can be impacted for the kingdom of God. Uh, from this day and every day forward, it's our desire kind of that, that three things will happen. Number one, you will be inspired to commit to being a part of what's going on here at PCC, that you will be encouraged to find your role in serving as God directs you, and you will desire to tell other people about what God is doing in your life and in the life of the ministry here at PCC. The reality is this, um, everything that I've shared so far and what I'm going to be sharing today uh, is really nothing new or, or groundbreaking. It's, it should be somewhat obvious and simple and direct. And yet, if we don't clearly articulate this together and strive to accomplish all of this together, then we, we fail to have the impact that we could have, uh, that, we, that we believe God is calling us to have uh, and what he desires for us to accomplish. So as a church, our mission is to help people discover and experience the life-changing love of Christ. So far, we've shared a brief history of PCC, how it began, the reasons why it was planted and in this region. We talked about what we believe about God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the scriptures, relationships, and serving. We explained our mission, which is, say it with me, to help people... So you're getting there, right? That's our purpose. That's uh, why we exist as a church. Uh, last week we jumped into our refocused vision, the things that we value to focus on to accomplish this mission. And that vision is this, taking the life of Jesus as our pattern for life, we receive the gospel message of Jesus as a model for this community. And as such, we worship and glorify God as we prioritize being together hear and respond to the word of God and our tangible presence of grace in our communities and our world. And in those three values, we seek community, we seek uh, growth, and we seek engagement with God as well as with each other. And that is what we're going to explore as we seek to fulfill our purpose. Uh, last week, we talked about the first two aspects of this refocused vision, uh, the need to prioritize being together because uh, faith is not stagnant. Our faith grows in community and people desire genuine relationships and genuine community and connection. We looked at how we can prioritize being together not only on Sundays by 
Uh, you know, I talked about showing up on time, even early, staying late, just making those connections. Uh, but also uh, understanding that that's beneficial not only for you, but for other people as well. We talked about engaging in small groups and serving together, both inside and outside the ministries that are offered here at PCC. And then just simply investing in each other on a regular, consistent basis. We explored how we have been called to hear and respond to the word of God. And and that's not something that you just do on Sunday morning when we're together, but that should be a daily thing in every day of our life. I mentioned how we have a great resource at 9 a.m. every Sunday morning through our discipleship classes for adults and students and children. And I really want to encourage us to take advantage of those opportunities to seek as, as we seek to grow in our faith and in our life and our relationship with the Lord. We also examine the importance of prayer in all that we do. How not only do we have a dedicated prayer space, but there's a prayer team that Daniel mentioned, right? They, we meet every week and pray. They, they meet at 9 o'clock before uh, church on Sunday morning and they invite people just to pray and they pray over the prayer request. They pray for us as a church. They pray for wisdom and faith and discernment as we walk through this together. Today, what I want to do is is focus on two things. Uh, I want to look at the third aspect of our refocused vision and also talk about what it means to become a member here at PCC. So let's jump in today. Taking the life of Jesus as our pattern for life We receive the gospel message of Jesus as a model for this community. As such, we worship and glorify God as we are a tangible presence of grace in our communities and our world. Ephesians chapter 4, excuse me, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 9 say this. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 says, All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. We also find in James chapter 2, Verses 14 through 17, a text which encourages us to put our faith into action and thus make a difference in the lives of other people. And as we think about those things and being a tangible presence of grace in our communities and in our world, I want you to just picture in your mind's eye this scenario for just a moment. All the people who are uh, attending PCC, who are connected with PCC, that everyone is engaged in serving those around them being instruments in God's grace in a variety of different communities, using what they have, where they are, to the best of their abilities. And I have to tell you, as I've thought about that and when I picture that, it's a beautiful picture of a community of believers who are shining a light into the dark world right where they are, using what they have, where they are, and making a difference. It's a, people, it's, it's a picture of people who are a tangible presence of grace right where they are. 
And I have to tell you, it's been a lot of fun to see that happen in various ways here at PCC. And I think it's important to highlight some of those so that we can not only remember those things, but but be inspired to, to celebrate those things so that we can move forward together. Some things that have been accomplished. Things like the angel tree gifts for children for incarcerated parents during Christmas. How we partnered with the office of Senator Shirley Turner by collecting children's books for the Trenton Housing Authority. The Samaritan purse shoe boxes that we put together, uh, throwing the Mother's Day event for home front residents, complete with food and gifts and makeovers and pictures of the women and their children. PYC helping facilitate birthday parties for children at home front. Uh, several years ago, we had the employment support group that met the needs of the unemployed by providing writing uh, for their resumes, uh, interview skills, application completion, and connections to help them find employment. Last year, we hosted the human trafficking event to educate the community as to what human trafficking is and and what we can do as individuals and as a body of believers to help prevent that from happening here in our area. And we continue to see this picture through our our food deliveries as we partner with Arm and Arm Ministries to deliver food to the residents in Trenton. The Grow Forgiving Garden, which is headed by Ted Klett, which is right out this way. You probably see it when you're driving on 31. If you haven't, you can take note of that. It's a garden that is literally growing, maybe not so much right now, but it's continuing to grow and take shape. And last year contributing fresh produce to the Hopewell Gardens and the Freedom Village, meeting part of the nutritional needs of people in our region. The monetary collections that help provide backpacks for children through Homefront so they can have the necessary supplies to go back to school. The monthly events for families organized by the PCC Kids Ministry, including the science show, the game night, the movie on the lawn, uh, illusionist Brian Drake, all those things happening to to try to reach out into our community and, and share the grace of Christ. Through our outreach ministry, we support two different chapters of InterVarsity ministry, one at the College of New Jersey, where we have a relationship with Alyssa Bolella, and the other at Ryder University, where we connect with Chris Locher. And I never say his last name right, and I've always apologized, but he knows who he is, hopefully you do too. And the ministry efforts that they have with students on those various campuses. We, we have the, the street church ministry, where Tony Palumbo uh, leads a few people from PCC, as well as a few people from other churches, that they go out and they meet people on the street and in transitional housing. They have conversations, they lead Bible studies, they deliver food and distribute socks and underwear and blankets, and they help men and women secure housing and find employment through partnering with people not only here at PCC, but but people from other churches and other organizations as well. As a church, we support the Orchard Group, a church planning organization which was responsible for planting PCC many, many years ago. Uh, We're also connected with Stadia, another church planning organization here in the Northeast. And that's the organization where the founding pastor of PCC, Tom Jones, he's now leading Stadia, the church planning ministry. So it's great to have that connection. And through those uh, ministry efforts and those organizations, we seek to support other church plants to further the kingdom. We continue to strive to meet the needs uh, of people both within our church and in our community through our gifts and benevolence ministry efforts. As a church, we continue to serve Hope Coffee. Uh, If you drink a cup of coffee here, it is Hope Coffee. And Hope Coffee's motto is serve better. And they're seeking to do that in a variety of ways. Uh, By working with responsibly resourced, sustainable coffee growers, they're able to transform and sustain the lives of local farmers, and they're also involved in ministering to those farmers as well. 
They are connected through the, the global arching uh, Camino Global. Uh, they invest their profits back into the lives of the families in Honduras, thus providing a double impact to the coffee. They pay them to grow it, we buy the coffee, and then they invest back into their farms and their lives so that they can produce their crops and, and make a decent wage, a, a living wage. And on the one hand, you might say, well, it's just coffee. What difference does it make? Well, I would counter with, it's coffee, and it makes a difference. So why not make a difference as we're trying to do that? So that's what we strive to do. Uh, we work alongside Ed Lockett. Yeah, Ed is an integral part of what we're striving to accomplish in the various ministry efforts in Haiti and in Honduras. In Haiti, Ed leads uh, the efforts in utilizing the funds we send to provide school lunch programs, uh, supplement teacher wages, and meet the needs of many children through the Happy House. In Honduras, Ed is working closely with a group of pastors and is providing support and encouragement to those who serve locally. Uh, Joel and Carol Goldstein, who are over here, and I won't embarrass them too much, but, but they introduced us to Ed Lockett many, many years ago, and we continue to support him and his ministry efforts. It's, it's been a beautiful partnership over the years. And while as a church, we are striving uh, and when we plan and we provide opportunities to engage as a community of believers uh, to seek to promote these opportunities, and we do that through social media and through other avenues of communication, it's our desire that those things that we do are really only part of the, the vision for this area. Because what really happens is dependent upon the ministry efforts that, that you take forth. The, the impact that you have is based on what you are choosing to do and what we do. There's so much more that happens behind the scenes than just those things that I've mentioned. It's one of the reasons we continue to open up our building as often as we possibly can to organizations like the Homeschool Choir, AA, NA, ACA, Al-Anon, Divorce Care, Grief Share. It's why we've said yes as often as we can to host special community events for the township, for Literacy New Jersey, for the Northeast Organic Farming Association of New Jersey, just to name a few. The idea is we're trying to allow our commu this community, this building to, to be used by people in the community to make a difference so that people understand what being grace really looks like. We continue our partnership with our Igbo brothers and sisters and, and the ICC Church as we look for additional opportunities to support the mission and the vision of PCC. And in doing so, we will strive to continue to bring honor to God. Ultimately, uh, being a tangible presence of grace takes place when each person takes advantage of the opportunity to engage in the community right where you are. And that's the point. It's when you engage in your community right where you are, that's what makes the difference. Uh, I would offer that, that while we share a common faith uh, here in this community of faith, we represent a wide range of communities in this region. Think about where we are all from. And I just wrote them down because I don't know exactly who all is here today, but Pennington, Ewing, Lawrenceville, Trenton, Hamilton, Columbus, Hopewell, Cranberry, Princeton, West Windsor, Titusville, across the river even, and Newtown, Fairless Hills, and more, right? And if I didn't name your town where you're from, I'm sorry. It's nothing personal, right? There's just more than, than you want to hear me say today. The, the point is this. We have the potential not only to make an impact here together, but also where we live and where we work and everywhere we go, being a tangible presence of grace 
honestly, it's going to nudge you, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks, it's going to nudge you right out of your comfort zone. But I think we need that nudge so that we can push to do something, to do something that will, that will cause us to engage other people and have the opportunity to spend time in community, growing together and being examples of God's love and grace, not only in our communities, but to our friends and our families as well. And so as we look at these three areas, as we look at prioritizing being together, hearing and responding to the word of God, and being a tangible presence of grace in our community and our world, we're kind of faced with this question of what that really looks like. What would it look like if all the ministries of PCC were to take everything they do and run it through these three lenses? How would the the ministries function and gauge their impacts in the months and years to come? And this is the challenge that is before us as individuals, as ministry leaders, as staff, as leadership team, that that we have to take this and and really begin working through what we are doing and why we are doing it. To view each specific area of ministry through these three lenses as we we look to place set goals and to maximize the allocated budget money and and strive to help people discover and experience the life-changing love of Christ by emphasizing those three values. The reality is there are a lot of opportunities, not only within what we're doing here at PCC, but outside these walls. And it's a process that takes effort and time and commitment, and everyone is invited to be a part of that journey. And part of that invitation to be a part of the journey is this call for membership. Now, I understand and realize that when church membership is brought up, there's a couple of different things. Uh, that, that happen. One of them is usually, oh great, here we go, right? Because it's not so much that we are against membership in general, right? Uh, I mean, think about it. You've got your pool associations, you've got your organic gardening center that you, you, know, you have your shares in, you, you have your wine of the month club, you, you're a member at Costco, right? We're members of lots of things, but when it comes to church membership, it's when we're like, oh, wait, 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 what are you trying to do to me? What box are you trying to put me in, Right? And so we, we push back against that a little bit. And I've got to tell you, that, that's okay. It's okay to push back against that a little bit. But, but here's what I would say in counter to that. What we see in scriptures is that the church is recognized as a community. In fact, it's often likened to a body, a body that needs to be connected. It needs to be together. It needs to be complete and whole. Uh, this is one of the reasons for membership. It gives us a sense of connection. Far too often, we seek this independent life, and that spills over into our life of faith. But we are branches that must be connected to the vine, connected to Jesus, connected to each other. And membership is simply an opportunity to commit to building community, to growing in life and in faith, and being an instrument of grace together. Uh, Membership does a couple of different things. It gives us the opportunity to express a desire to commit to helping the church fulfill its mission and vision as long as we are here and as long as we're able to do so. It also provides us a sense of belonging. It recognizes that we need each other and that we we have this potential to strengthen each other in our community. Uh, We have a membership covenant and it's a new membership covenant that we are asking everyone to consider joining PCC and signing uh, this new membership covenant and being a part of of PCC. And and it's something we are asking everyone to do. And when I say everyone, I truly do mean everyone. Um, Here in this folder are a handful of uh, membership covenants that that a few people have signed over the last uh, month or so. Uh, These two in particular are from Chris and Nancy Pullen. 
Uh, I picked on Chris and Nancy the first uh, week of this series. Chris and Nancy are two of the, the longest tenured people here, right? So if anyone should be grandfathered in, it should be them. Nope. He is a grandfather, but yeah. But no, Chris and Nancy were the first to, to sign the new uh, membership covenant. And we're asking everyone to do that, for everyone to consider, to prayerfully consider uh, joining PCC by signing the new membership covenant. And so here's what uh, the membership covenant says, and I just want to walk through it with us this morning. It begins with this statement. It says, having received Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and having been baptized by immersion, I am led by the Holy Spirit to unite with PCC in helping people discover and experience the life-changing love of Christ. Now, from the very beginning of this, as we talk about what it means to be a member here, I want to emphasize that this is something we desire for you to prayerfully consider, okay? We know that we are not a perfect church. We are not. We never will be. And what we're striving to do is join together to accomplish something greater than we could ever hope to accomplish on our own. As such, we've set some, some basic guidelines for membership to clarify where we stand as a church. And, and here's the thing. You do not have to become a member, right? There's several of you here that have never been a member here, and you're still here. That, that's okay. You don't have to become a member, but we are asking you to prayerfully consider what it means to be a member, to, to think about what's being presented, and then to engage in conversation and, and to ask questions. And let's, let's take advantage of this opportunity to grow together. The membership covenant is not designed to cause separation or division. Instead, we desire to, for it to allow us to grow together and to draw us into greater unity as we strive forward together. Uh, this membership covenant falls in line with the vision uh, which supports our mission, the things that have been talking about over the last few weeks. And so I just want to walk through it with you this morning. It says, in doing so, I will strive to, and then I'm going to take a time out, all right? I just want to stop there because I think it's important to, to note this. From the very beginning, we realize no one has arrived at their faith, right? We talked about that in the first week. Our faith is growing and it's changing and we're always striving uh, to become more and more like Christ. These are things that together we are striving to do. We strive to grow. We strive to do these things. You don't have to check each box and make sure that everything is absolutely perfect. These are things that we are striving and yearning to do. So as a member of PCC, you will commit to strive to, number one, build community through regularly worshiping together engaging one another in small groups, and actively seeking to love one another. I'm going to say it again. These are not check boxes that if you can't check all three, it means you can't be a member. That's not the point. We are striving to honor God in this way. And so uh, just know that that's, that's what it means as we strive to prioritize being together. We want to build community in those ways. The second part says, as a member of PCC, you will commit to strive to grow in life and faith. And that includes investing personal time in Bible study and prayer, attending discipleship classes, honoring God with your life, and serving other people. At third, as a member of PCC, you will commit to strive to display grace through sharing your time and talents and finances and other resources, seizing opportunities to demonstrate God's love to our world, and inviting others to discover and experience Christ. And in this, we are simply inviting you to prayerfully consider joining PCC, signing the membership covenant, and, and taking part in this as 
a church, as a body of believers. Uh, copies of this membership covenant, instead of it being on several slides, it's on one piece of paper. And, and they are, are available for you after the service, out in the four-year area, uh, on the table where the leadership team will be. They would love to hand you one of those and let you take that with you and, and prayerfully consider what it means to become a member here at PCC. Okay? So that's that, right? So having shared all of that, there's a couple of things that that I want you to hear uh, more than anything else. As important as it is, uh, having a healthy and growing and active membership may be to the life and the health of the church and the ministries here at PCC, far more important than any of that, far more important than ever being a member here at PCC, more important, I, I cannot stress that enough, but more important is you having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ the Son. That is far more important. If you hear nothing else this morning and you've tuned me out, jump back in for the next minute, all right? Hear these two things. Number one, God loves you and God wants a relationship with you. God sent his one and only son, Jesus, to demonstrate his love for you and for me so that as we walk with him, we can walk with him in relationship, a relationship that begins now and blends into eternity. He invites us to come to him and to confess our sin, to surrender our lives to him, to be obedient to him in baptism, to walk with him, and in return, he offers to walk with us and to give us that life and a life to the full. And it's not a promise that everything is going to be, you know, rosy and everything's going to be sunshiny and perfect from this point forward, but it is a promise that he will never leave you, he will never forsake you, his presence will always be with you, that your life can be transformed through the power of the Holy Spirit as he works through your life to change and mold your life every single day of your life. More than anything else, that is the life in which we want to invite you to participate in. That is the important part of what God's message is for you. His life, his kingdom, his love is available for you. And if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you've not yet been obedient to him in baptism, if you have questions or if you just wanna wanna find out more about this, we would love to have the opportunity to talk to you about what it means to turn your life over to the Lord as you respond to him. And this morning, we want to give you that opportunity to respond. We're going to move into a time of response where a couple of different things are going to happen. Uh, Michael's going to come, and he's going to, to lead us in a song that is titled, Grace That Is Greater Than All Our Sin. And he's going to, to sing through uh, the first couple verses of that. And, and while he does that, I want to invite you right where you are to just reflect upon what God is doing and has done in your life. And think about what you would have him do and and how he's calling you to respond. And then at the end of that time, the ushers are gonna come forward and they're gonna pass the communion trays. It's an opportunity for us to take of the bread which represents his body and the juice which represents his blood. And it's a time to reflect and to celebrate and, and to worship the Lord again for what he has done and what he continues to do in our life. And then after we've taken of communion, it'll be a time for us to stand and to sing together. And during that time, if you want to talk to someone, if you have questions, if if you want someone to pray with you, we invite you to make your way over to the cross where members of the leadership team will be there to receive you and to pray with you and to encourage you and, and to talk more about what it means to surrender your life to the Lord and to give him uh, the power and to make him Lord and Savior of your life. So as Michael leads us, I invite you to write where you are to reflect upon what God has done, what he is doing, and where he's leading you, and how he's calling you to respond this morning. Let's respond to him together.
as the ushers come forward to pass the trays, let's continue to reflect upon his grace in our life, the love he has for us, and how we can worship him as we partake of the bread and the juice this morning.